The Indianapolis Colts are inching closer to finding their next head coach as some of their seven finalists are being revealed. We'll tell you all about them today on Locked On Colts. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. This is your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is presented by Prize Picks, which is daily fantasy made easy. Just pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their stat projections, then you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. With our promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I'm Jake Arthur, solo today. You know my co host, Zach Hicks, and me from horseshoehuddle.com, of course. Today, we're finally learning more about who the Colts head coaching finalists are. Uh, guys are finally starting to get some second interviews, things like that. Uh, so far, the guys we know about Ajiro Evero, Jeff Saturday, Dan Quinn, and Raheem Morris, uh, they are all set being requested for or already have done their second interviews this week. Uh, Ian Rappaport from NFL Network uh, has been saying this week that uh, this search can, you know, the, these interviews actually can go into next week. Um, basically, so right now, it's been reported that there's seven finalists, which in itself is a lot because there are 13 guys that they wanted to interview was big enough already. So to have seven finalists is basically more than a lot of teams even interview altogether. So this Colts head coaching search is big and thorough, uh, to to put it lightly. Uh, there are a few guys missing from from the known candidates, the known finalists that we know so far. Um, Tamika Ryan's is someone they apparently still want to interview. He of course canceled last Sunday's interview because he wanted to focus on the matchup with the Cowboys. Uh, now with him, uh, I don't think the Colts are going to be able to interview him until the 49ers season is done. At this point now. Uh, based on the rules, uh, Stephen Holder, who we had on the show recently, uh, I believe he tweeted out something along those lines. Uh, the rest of the guys that the Colts have already interviewed, they can bring them back for other interviews after uh, their next game, I believe. It's all it's all really complicated rules when it comes to interviewing coaches that are actively in the playoffs. Uh, but guys that we're curious about that are have not been listed as finalists yet, but definitely would make a lot of sense. Uh, Brian Callahan, the Bengals offensive coordinator, he was asked yesterday if he's been requested for a second interview with the Colts yet. He said he has not, um, which a little concerning because he's one of Zach and I's top guys. Uh, we, we'd be perfectly fine with uh, him being hired. But at the same time, the Colts could just be waiting. It doesn't mean that they won't bring him back for a second interview. He's still active in the playoffs. Uh, Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator from the Eagles, now, I believe it was Ben Albright on Twitter said that uh, his interview with the Panthers actually didn't go all too well. So you kind of have to wonder how it went with the Colts. Uh, will the Colts want to bring him back for a second interview? If he didn't really interview well with one team, will the Colts want to bring him back? Uh, Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive coordinator, 
I believe he's also a finalist with the Texans, so that's something worth uh, worth monitoring. And uh, yeah, so Jeff Saturday also, you know, we, we kind of discussed that. We'll we'll get to that here in a second because this one is kind of taking on a life of its own. Uh, so the the first one we really one of the first guys we learned about uh, Broncos defensive coordinator Ajiro Evero. So he's a riser. Uh, he's honestly one of the biggest unknowns because he hasn't really been in one place for an extended period of time. Uh, he's mostly spent his coaching career in the NFL. He was with the Buccaneers from 2007 to 09 as a defensive quality control coach uh, with the 49ers from 2011 to 15, bouncing around a little bit. Quality control, offensive assistant, and defensive assistant. Uh, so he's kind of had time on both sides of it there. Kind of a little bit of a, a diverse background. Uh, he was with the Packers in 2016 as a defensive quality control coach. Uh, with the Rams, he started to work his way up as well, 2017 to 21. He was the safeties coach and then upgraded to the whole secondary coach and then the passing game coordinator, which is kind of a big deal, really. And then uh, his one full year as a defensive coordinator last year with the Broncos, great defense. Uh, when we've discussed him previously, the Broncos are kind of reminiscent of the Colts. Uh, a lot of expectations coming in. The offense totally failed while the defense was really good most of the year, uh, but eventually they kind of tailed off. They just couldn't carry the whole team anymore. Uh, so that's an interesting one. Uh, I don't think either Zach or I had Evero on our list of five guys that we thought the Colts would bring in just because, uh, honestly, the, the lack of experience, I think, as an extended period of time as a coordinator, not that a lot of these guys have it, uh, but Evero just kind of was down the board. But again, a, a guy we're both intrigued by. Um, he seems to be a smart guy. Like I said, he's a riser. He goes places and just kind of moves up the board. Um, haven't heard a negative thing about him during this whole coaching cycle from any team. I think he is a finalist in Houston as well. So, the man, the man of the hour that is just uh, really it's hitting a fever pitch right now is Jeff Saturday. So um, to start out with, it's being reported by some national media guys that Jeff Saturday is still Jim Irsay's top choice. He's potentially the front runner in this whole race, which I find it hard to believe. If Chris Ballard is running this thing, it does not make sense for Jeff Saturday to be the front runner. There's a petition that I... You know, any of us who cover the Colts have probably seen it by now. I, I keep getting tagged in it on Twitter. Uh, as of the last time I looked at it this morning, shortly before hopping on here with you guys, it nearly had its 1,500 um, targeted signatures on this petition to Jim Mersey to not bring back Jeff Saturday as the head coach. So that's, uh, that's pretty damning. Um, I will say at this point, with the... Just the the fan reaction to the possibility of Saturday being retained as the full time head coach, I just don't think you could do it. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna get really ugly. I think there's a lot more opposition to it than there is people willing to embrace it, and I don't think anyone feels good about that because everyone you know loved Jeff Saturday as you know, this this Pro Bowl center, a, a building block on their team that they just loved during the Colts' glory days of the of the 90s and 2000s. And now, a lot of people are kind of being forced to, to despise the likelihood of him staying with the team. And again, it's, it's nothing that anyone wants to do. Um, but it's just a real interesting, ugly situation. And with the, with the public outcry right now, I do not think that Jim Mercer can 
legitimately do this. Like you're going to risk losing so many fans. Um, it's now, now to play devil's advocate. And I, I've said this a little bit on the show before Saturday, the team got worse when he took over in those eight games They had like a negative 87 point differential had the two historic collapses, but you know, he did walk into a tough situation. The team was already really bad. Let's just say he gets the job. He does get to put together his own staff and, you know, he'll get to start doing things his own way. We don't really know what that looks like. It could be super bad. Again, it could go terribly awry and then set the team back at least another few years, which it seems like that could be a, a real possibility. Um, I think the, the risks far outweigh the rewards on that one. So if I was Jim Mercer, I would steer clear. I don't even know if he's going to be among Chris Ballard's final candidates that he presents to Ursay, but Ursay probably will want to still dig into it. He ultimately makes the final decision, which uh, it's kind of a tough pill to swallow uh, for Colts fans. With that, the Colts season is dead and gone, but you guys can bet on football guilt-free now. I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to fantasy uh, betting, stuff like that. When your team is out of it, it makes it that much more comfortable and, again, guilt-free to bet. And to do that, we suggest FanDuel. We are really excited about our new sports betting partner on Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to them, then that's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, you guys can join today and get started with $150 in free bets, guaranteed. That's when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets for money lines, point spreads, and player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. This is all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I've done it a bunch over the last several years. Uh, so football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, so we'll move on to a couple other finalists that we know about. Not quite as polarizing. Uh, we'll start with Dan Quinn, though, because while I did just say not quite as polarizing, I have seen, uh, other than Saturday, this is probably the guy that's gotten the most opposition, at least you know in my mentions on social media and things like that. I think people get scared off by the 28-3 collapse in the Super Bowl when he was with the Falcons. Um, as much as, the, you know, he's the head coach that ultimately falls on him, uh, Kyle Shanahan shoulders a lot of that as well. And, and that's a head coach that anyone would take now on, on their team. Kyle Shanahan, of course, was the offensive coordinator with the Falcons uh, with when that collapse happened. Um, the biggest concern we've had here on the show with Quinn is the potential staff that he would put together. Uh, it's not necessarily a bunch of younger forward thinking offensive minds like we would hope for. Um, you know, Brian Schottenheimer is a popular name that's been thrown out there. Uh, but, you know, it's been a few years now since he was, was the head coach with the Falcons. So just to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, he's got a lot of connections around the league. So I'm willing to see who, who would be out there. Cause you have to pair this new quarterback that you're going to draft in the top five with a sharp offensive mind you just have to just you can't you can't throw him out there with an old curmudgeon offensive coordinator that's set in his ways 
this has to be someone who's willing to work with them and tailor their offense to this quarterback strengths and, you know, ease him into the league because they're probably going to be starting from day one. Um, so that is definitely one. Uh, we did find out when we talked to Marcus Mosher recently uh, for Pro Football Focus, he primarily covers the Cowboys. Uh, he did say that Dan Quinn is very good, though, at developing players and getting the most out of them. Uh, we saw, you know, under under his tutelage as defensive coordinator with the Dallas Cowboys, Micah Parsons has been unbelievable. Uh, Dan Quinn, that was, you know, his stand on the table for him guy. Malik Hooker's gone to the Cowboys and looked really good. I think Neville Gallimore is a really good player. Uh, Trevon Diggs went from a guy who just consistently got burned to a guy who gets burned but gets a lot of interceptions as well. Uh, J. Ron Curse has become a very serviceable defensive back there as well. So uh, Quinn is intriguing. It wouldn't be a bad hire, but it's just not the sexiest one. And then Raheem Morris, who honestly, if you ask people around the league who don't seem to be in, you know, already aligned with Jeff Saturday, uh, Raheem Morris might legitimately be the front runner for this whole thing. Um, he's the only guy who we've heard interviews have gone really well. Uh, they want to bring him back for a second one, of course. Uh, ben Albright, who I mentioned earlier, he was asked, who you know, who do you think it comes down to for the Colts? Who do you think gets this job? And I saw at least two or three tweets that he said that he thinks it's going to be Raheem Morris. Um, we, of course, dove into Raheem Morris with Stephen Holder recently. So if you haven't checked that episode, go uh, go look at that now. But I think he's the best candidate personally. Um, you know, there, there's other guys who are, who have a lot of promise, you know, Shane Steichen, Brian Callahan, we're big fans of, uh, but Morris has been a head coach before at the age of 32, like 10, 15 years ago. And it didn't totally go well there in Tampa, but from everything we've heard, he's a totally different coach now. Um, really no one has a gauge on communicating with players like he does. So that is terrific to hear. Uh, he knows how to delegate. And, you know, he's got a very extensive network of coaches he could pull from to bring in as coordinators and just fill out his staff. Uh, so when it comes to experience, um, attitude and how he interacts with players and the staff he could put together, Morris is a very, very intriguing option. And honestly, that might be best case scenario for them because they the Colts do still have talent. Uh, they they don't have to completely hit the reset button. They do have really talented players here that they could pick up and and win again uh, because this team is not far removed from being really good. Um, something awful has happened there to where they they suddenly have no competitive confidence, like Chris Ballard said at his his end of season press conference. But you know a lot of the same guys are here who were that team no one wanted to face, uh, you know, in the second half of 2021. A lot of these guys made the playoffs in 2020 when Phillip Rivers was at quarterback, and they really should have beat the Bills in that first playoff game. There's a lot of the same guys here. This team still has a lot of talent. Uh, so if you want to pick up and try and build on that, Raheem Morris might be your guy. And, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting out there. We're, we're just going to have to hang on and see how this all unfolds. Um, you know, ultimately if Ursay does choose Saturday, then it could be one of the biggest risks that he's ever taken in his time owning the Colts. But for the rest of us, we could take some lower impact risks with our pals over at prize picks. Just pick two to six players now. And if they score more or less than their stat projections, then you guys can win up to 25 times your money now on any entry. They've they upped the stakes on you guys. 
Uh, PrizePix offers projections on any sport that you can watch, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Withdrawals are safe and fast as well, and PrizePix is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users, you guys can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100, if I could speak, uh, with our promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, they'll throw you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. That is it for us, everyone. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Zach will be with me. Uh, we'll keep giving you the pulse of this head coaching search. Uh, you know, we've been diving into some free agency stuff and quarterbacks as well. So stay tuned with us there. Uh, follow Locked On Colts, Jake Arthur NFL, and Zach Hicks too on Twitter. Also subscribe to Locked On Colts on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we would also love your ratings and reviews as well. That's how we move up the charts and uh, get more eyes and ears on us. Thank you guys for making us your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast. They bring you the local insights that you love from the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories around. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you guys tomorrow.